We are towards the end of Bishel Akum Yeradea Siman Kuf Yud Gimel. We're up to Sif Yud Aleph. Really, we should have done Sif Yud Aleph last time. It's the continuation of what we did last time, but we ran out of time. So this Sif Yud Aleph Kuf Yud Gimel Yud Aleph. Hiniach Yisrael Agabe Haish. Yisrael put the the food on the fire. Hiniach Goy Lushomro, and he left the Ene Yehudi to watch it. V'hafach Bo. And he knows that the Eni Yehudi played with it. He flipped it, he, you know, flipped the hamburger, whatever he did. The Eni Yadua, but it's not known, in Silko Hagoy Ad Ben Drusoy. But we don't know when he started, you know, playing with it, when he flipped it. So this is really a continuation of Sivchas. This we learned in Sivchas, that it depends if it was already reached the point of Machal Ben Drusoy, there's no problem. If it did not yet reach a point of Machal Ben Drusoy, then it could be a problem. So the Chiddush over here in Sifir Aleph is that it's going to be Mutter. Why is it going to be Mutter, says Ramah? The suffix Yivrayim Haka, because it's a suffix you don't know, and Bishalakum is an Isidar Banan, and we're going to go to Kula. We don't know when he flipped it. Suffolk, Bishal, Goyim, Yosef, Mutter. We go to Kula and all suffix by Bishalakum. So says Ramah. Now, we learn back in Sifches the Shach over there told us in Sif Katan Yebez that the whole Sif is really irrelevant because we are lenient with turning on the fire and throwing in a chip of wood. So certainly, once you put it on the fire, it's already an even further stage of uh, involvement in the cooking and therefore the whole Sif falls by the wayside. That's what the Shach tells us in Sif Katan Yebez about Sif Ches. And that would apply here about Sif Yud Aleph. Except that we learned... This principle, which we've already seen already, the, that we go Lukula by Bishal Akum, and we seem to be very makeable by Bishal Akum. There are many postkin that, you know, like we said, will use every Kula in the book. Okay, that's if you know. Your base and your Gimel are a, are a unit. So the Gemara of Azar and Daflam and Ches talks about a Dagmaliach. So the Israeli girls have a game called Dagmaluach. I don't know how to play the game. But in Avodah Zohar, Lamed Ches, Dag Maliach, Chizkiah holds his mutter, Rabbi Yochan holds his asa. To salt the fish. You have a raw fish, you turn it into a herring. Chizkiah says mutter, Rabbi Yochan says asa. Rashi explains why is it mutter according to Chizkiah. And the halacha will be shown him, and we'll see the Shachanar passes like Chizkiah. Because salting a fish is not cooking the fish. The Torah writes, Lo asru ela bishel shel esh. The Isra Bishel Akram is not preparing the food to be eaten. It, it's a type of Bishel, which now we will discuss at length. Bishel includes Bishel, cooking in a liquid. Afia, which is baking, which is without a liquid. Tzliya, which is roasting, which is a more intense form of baking, but kind of directly on the fire. And Tigun, which is frying, which is not relevant for us, but in Halacha in general, there's a big suffix and a big machlokas. Is it considered like cooking, or is it considered like baking? But that's not relevant for us. Now, we're going to skip Yud Beis, just moment for the moment. The tourist goes, does Yud Gimel before Yud Beis, and I think it's easier that way. So take a look at Yud Gimel. Skip Yud Beis, we'll come back in a few minutes, look at Yud Gimel. Dag Shemalchu Goy. The fish, the raw fish, and it was herringicized, it was salted, and now when it was raw, it was not edible. Now it's it's been salted, so now it's edible. And it was made edible, it was salted by the Enihudi. Or fruit that were smoked until they became prepared 
for eating. Harei elu mutarin. These things are mutter, says the Shulchan Aruch. Why? So we have a rule. We have a rule. We have a few rules. A few rules are like this. Pickling, we have a rule called, first of all, outside. Outside rule. Kavosh kamavusha. Pickling is like cooking. However, in Bishalakum, pickling is not like cooking. In Hilchah Shabbos, pickling is actually a Durabanan of cooking and discussed at length in Siman Shin Chav Aleph, Sif Gimel. That's Hilchah Shabbos. But by us, pickling is, even though it's a rule, Kavosh Kamavusha, that relates to Kashos, it relates to Shabbos. By Bishalakum, it's no problem. We have another rule. Maliach Kiroseach. Something that's super salted. It's like it's hot. It can be a transfer of time. This is all discussion. Discussion of Shabbos, discussion in, in Basavachalov. However, for our purposes, Maliach is not Kiroseach. It's not considered Bishalakum. No problem, Bishalakum. Not by pickling, not by salting. salting. We also learned from the Yushalmi that smoking is not like cooking as well. Okay, let's see the Shulchan Aruch. We'll discuss, we'll go back to this in a minute. We're in Sif Yud Gimel. So, Dag Shemal Chugad. The fish that was salted by the Ani Yehudi to prepare for eating. Uperos Sheishnan and Peros that were smoked. Ad Shech Shiron Achila until they were prepared for eating. Harei Elu Mutarin. These things are mutter. Why? A. De Maluach Eino Kiroseach Begzeira Zu. Even though usually, in other areas of Halacha, Maliach Kiroseach, salting is like heating it, not over here. And smoking is not like cooking. Haga, note, says Ramah, Gam Kavush, Enakimavushal. Also, pickling is not like Mavushal. Only thing that's Asr is a Bishal Shel Esh. So, all these halachic principles that come up in other areas of Lacha are not relevant in Bishal Akam. No problem of pickling, no problem of salting, and no, and no problem of smoking. Now, smoking is a new phenomenon in America. People have their own smokers and they smoke their meat. So there's two ways of smoking. There's a cold smoke where the food is prepared not by any heat, but, but by the, I guess, the tangy flavor of the cold smoke. Okay, there's cold smoke and hot smoke. So cold smoke for sure is mutter. That's, that's at least what we're talking about. That's for sure mutter. A regular piece of lox is cold smoked. So there wouldn't be a problem with Bishal Akum by lox is cold smoke. Now, what about a hot smoker? Most smokers are hot smokers. So that's, that is a discussion amongst the postgame. Uh, there's some that want to say that really just heating it up with, with the, the smoke, really there's heat in there and it's really being heated, it's being cooked or processed, whatever you want to call it, by the heat. And the smoking is just to put in a smoky taste. Whatever. There are those that want to say that. Uh, and there's a big machokas about the smoker. If the Anyhudi can do the entire smoker from beginning to end. Now, based on what we learned, yeah, the Balabayat lights the smoker, there's no problem. I think I saw that, and friends wrote a safer called Bishulay Akum, and I very quickly looked at what he had to say, and he brought down a big machokas, and he seemed to say that Rebelski is Mako, which leads me to believe, but I did not verify this with the OU, that my guess is that the OU is Mako, I don't know. He seemed to say that Rebelski, who was one of the big postmen of the OU, is Mako. So, uh, officially, Apihalacha smoking is mutter, certainly cold smoke, and then hot smoke, and apparently nowadays the hot smoke is done differently than it was in the olden days. Because the smoke in the olden days presumably was a hot smoke that Chazal allowed, and now it's being questioned by some rabbanim. Fine. 
Then there's something called kitur. Kitur is steam. Steaming something is also a discussion amongst the postgame, and some use it as a tziruf, combining with other things to be lenient. The other uh, modern form of preparing food is a microwave. So that's also a big discussion amongst the postgame. It comes up by, by Basa uh, Bachal of Daraisa. comes up, is it, is it called cooking by Shabbos? So there are a number of postgames that want to say, even if by Shabbos you say it's not real cooking, I'll be it's really cooking because it's normal to cook with a microwave. Now I was scratching my head because the failures have never, ever, ever, never cooked something in a microwave. We heat things up in the microwave. We defrost things in the microwave. We've never actually cooked something. So I saw my friend asked his kasha in the Sefer, Bishulay Akram, Rabbi Akiba Kolbersh, and he said, well, since you heat up liquids, and heating up liquid to a boil, or even less than a boil, would be considered cooking, so that's called normal to cook, and then if you were to then go make an egg in the microwave, that would really be considered normal. I don't know why that's considered normal, but anyway, microwave is a big machlokas, haposkim as well, and I imagine they're mitzarifit with all sorts of other, other tzirufim, when the Shilas come up. Okay, that is Sif Yagimah, but we skip Sif Yud Beis. Take a look at Sif Yud Beis. We did Yagimah back to Yud Beis. Dagim Ktanim, small fish, Shemolchan Yisroel, that were salted by the Jew, which makes it prepared for eating. Oh, God! Or salted by the God. Doesn't matter. Harayin Kemoshin is Bashlo mixes Bishel. It's now prepared, now you can eat it. Now that it's been salted, it is edible. So since it's edible, in Solon, if the Enihudi then goes and roasts it, it's no problem, because it's already prepared to be eaten. This is spelled out very beautifully in the Taz Sifkatim Yubez. Look at the Taz Sifkatim Yubez. It's a two-stage process. In Solon, after it's been salted, it's edible, so it's considered edible raw. Through the salting, it became edible. So now, if you go cook it, it's no problem. It's edible before it was cooked. No problem. Oh, but what if the what if the Yehudi prepared? He salted it. He made it edible. We already done. That's no problem. They only asked bishlaideish, not preparing for to be eaten. salting. So the first step is assaulting it. The Inuhudi can do that, no problem. That's not part. That's what we just said. It's not. That's what it's if you give him. It's not included in Bishalakim. Now, if he goes and cooks it, it's, it's still a roast. Whatever he does, still no problem because it was edible before it was cooked. Even though the guy made it. Edible. Yeah, yeah. Even though he made it edible all the way, right? Oh. Two stage process. It's still going to be mutter. That's the first half of Sif Yud Gimel. <laughs> now, Sif Yud. The second half of Sif Yud Beis is a different discussion. What if something is edible, raw, but only ayideh adchak? He can eat it, but it's, it's, it's not gishmak. It's edible ayideh adchak. So the Torah brings down the Rashba, who first says that it's aser, and then says yesh matirim. But the Rashba thinks that really it's, it should be aser. And that's what's brought down the Shulchan Both opinions. Continuing in Sif Yud Beis, says the Shulchan Avadagim Avadagim gidolim, the big salted fish, they're not edible in their salted stage. Only edible It's not kishmak to eat such a thing. Therefore, if the Enihudi now makes it properly edible, it's going to be asa. 
and there are those that are matir. So it's a stam of the yesh matirin. Usually, the Iker opinion would seem like it is also. That's usually how the Shulchan Aruch works. Stam and yesh matirin. The Aruch HaShulchan over here, Paskins, the Iker is like those that say that it is, in fact, Asr. But again, with Bishalakim, every lenient opinion is thrown into the Cholent uh, with the Shailas to, to come out with, uh, with, with Kulas. Hagadot says, Anything that's edible, raw, but it's not Gishmak, you can eat it, but, you know, it's one of those, you can eat it, but, Ubishukai, and then it was cooked by the Aini Yehudi to make it properly edible. Dino Kedayim It has the same din as the Shulchan Aruch, which is Stam that it's Aser, and Yesh Matirin. Concludes the Rama. Ubosur Maliach, salted meat, Enunecha Klaal. Says that's not part of this category. Salted meat is not edible at all. Kamoshukai, if it's raw. Vaaser, in this Basha, is a guy. And therefore, if the Aini Yehudi cooks it, that's going to be Aser. Now, the Talmudim tell me there's a new type of meat. That people eat raw nowadays. I forgot what it's called. There's some meat that people eat. Not what we're talking about, the Chazal talk about. Nowadays, people eat certain type of meat raw. I don't know. We, but there is something called sushi, which is edible raw. And the Talmudim assure me that nothing is done to the sushi. What, to me, it tastes like lox. I'm sure I feel like they smoke it and do something to it. The Talmudim say, no, it's 100% raw. So that leads to Shilas. If you eat real sushi, not vegetarian sushi, not the cooked sushi, real sushi, raw fish. So now, do we say that salmon and tuna are edible raw? And then there's no problem with any Yehudi now goes and cooks the salmon because I could have eaten that sushi. It's edible raw, so it's, it's not included in Bishlaka. So that's a discussion amongst the postkim. That's a discussion amongst the postkim. I saw someone bring down the Chumrah. Are there kulas? Could be. I don't know. But that's uh, the new shaylas that evolved. That now that sushi is eaten, very commonly eaten, so that, that raises the question about fish. And the Talmudim tell me that there's some sort of meat also that's, that uh, is commonly eaten raw now, and that would raise the Shaila. Is that going to take all of fish and meat out of the category of Bishal Akum, which is a little bit hard to believe? Well, if there's a one kind of meat that people eat raw, does it? I don't know, I don't know, I don't think about it. Right, yeah, right, right, yeah. If it's one little, if it's a duck, so it, will, it would relate to duck, it wouldn't affect chicken and meat and, and, and sheep and, and, and everything else. Correct, right. I, I, don't, I don't know. Okay, Yudalad and Tesvav. So Yudalad and Tesvav is really a continuation of Yud Beis. Okay, look at Yudalad and Tesvav. Beitza, egg. You could just eat, swallow, drink, whatever it's called, the raw egg. Nonetheless, in Bishlagoyasura, but if the Eni Hudi cooks it, it's going to be awesome. Let's see, Sif Tesvav. Tzmarim Hamarim. Bitter dates, hamarim ksas she'enim nechal elai dead chak, which are not normally eaten. It's not it's not kishmak to eat it. In bishlam goy asurim. So here the Taz points out sifkatu yudal. It explains in sifkatu yudal the Taz he explains the shochanarch in yudal and tesvav that we have. Um, let's read it inside. I guess read it inside. Hatam. Why are these two things also? Hatam says the Taz. The Achila Yedechaki is Achila Yedechak. Okay, well, we learned, we just learned Yubeis, that if it's edible raw but not Gishmak, so, okay, it's a Stam and a Yesh Matirin. So it's part of a Machlokas. And both opinions brought down to Shulchanach. So the Iker might be that it's Asr, but there's still Yesh Matirin. So then the Shulchanach should have brought down Yesh Matirin again, but he didn't. So says the Taz. But after Yesh Matir and this if you base you know if you base this Yesh Matir and Bedagim Gedolim Modim Kana with Tarmah Mamz and Tezvav the Yesh Matir and Yud Beis agrees to Sifyudal and Tezvav that it's going to be Aser. Why? 
שכאן אין נאכלן על ידי דוחת גדול. וכנסי עם הטור בעדיה על ידי דוחת גדול. In סיפיו בייז, we're talking about, it's edible raw על ידי דחק. But in סיפיו דחק את לב, it's edible on a big דחק. You know, if you're really stuck. Your base is, you know, it's edible, but it's not kishmak. Your dalim is vav is it's, it's, it's really, you know, you got to hold your nose and eat it. It's really, aidei dochak gadol. Dochak gadol, even the lean Japanese, if your base holds that it's awesome. Okay. Sich tes zayin. Okay, sich tes zayin. Very kishmak. So, the tour brings down a machok as Rishonim. The Rash beholds that that, that someone made bona fide bishalakum. Bishalakum, bona fide bishalakum. What is the status of the kli? Is it a kli treif? Is it a kli not treif? The Raj beholds the kli is treif. Like any isidur abanon, you, you treif up the kli. You have to kasha the kli. The ra'ah and the rush hold that, that. No, it doesn't treif up the kli. We're not going to answer plitot. That which comes out of the, the, the Kli is not going to be awesome. So the Gra over here, look at the Gra. The Gra, look at first Sivkat and Mem. Sivkat and Mem. Yesh Omer She'enam Tzrichim. You don't need to cash the Kli. Well, it doesn't ask for the Kli. Why not? Delo Shayechas L'Sbichia Gavna. Because eating that taste that came out of a, that was absorbed in the Kli and came out is not going to lead to assimilation. And therefore, it's not part of the Xera, and therefore the Ra'ah and the Rush hold that smutter. Look back at Sifkat and Lamid Tess in the Gra, the first opinion which holds that it's Aser. Come on, but call the Surah Divrayim Shosin Tarubasan. No, Bishalakam is an Isidarabanan. And any Isid, it, it, it applies like any other Isidarabanan. Once Chazal said it's Aser, it's like every other Isidarabanan, and it's gonna trafe up the Kaelin. The Archa Shalchan spells this out very. You know, very clearly. The, the Graz very bekitzer. For homework, you can look in the Archa Shulchan, Kufi, Gimel, Sifnon. And that's what he says. The Plito, that's what comes out of the Kli, absorbed in the Kli, doesn't lead to intermarriage. And the Rajba holds that, no. When the Chachamim makes Zeras, it's like Doraisas, even though it's Dorabanon. And like any other, it's Dorabanon, it's gonna, it's gonna ask for the Kli. Look at the Shulchan Archan side. Sif Tazayim. Kalim Shabisha Behem Agoy. The Amy who used the Kli. Bonafide Bishalakum. The guy may bona fide bishul akum. The kalim need to be kasher. And some say that they don't need to be kasher. So again, it's a stamina yesh omrim, and it would seem like the main opinion is that the kalim need to be kasher. However, so look in Sifkat and Chafalif in the Shach. Let's say someone didn't kasher the kalim and they cooked in the kalim, the yesh rove betav shel shari. So there's, I don't know what that means. There's always going to be rove. <laughs> Whatever you cook, you're going to have a rove of the real food that you're cooking versus that which is absorbed in the clean. Maybe it means the clean is, is, not, is not even clean. And it's a dirty clean. It has some leftovers in there as well. It's still going to be batal barov. The bishulay goyim betel and barov kidele el. Right? We've already discussed that most posts can hold that bishul akim is batal barov. 
That means that even though the Iker opinion is that you have to kasha the kalim, if one did not kasha the kalim, so if it's not ben yomo and the kli hasn't been used in 24 hours, the food's always mutter because the taste it gives out is a negative taste. But even if it's ben yomo and it has been used in 24 hours, it gives out a positive taste, that positive taste, according to the way most poskin paskin, is going to be butl barov. It won't be butl bashishim, it's going it to give a taste. But it's butl barov, and therefore there's not going to be. There's not going to be a problem at all. This question, can I use the kli, or do I have to kasher the kli? And the chathila, one should kasher the kli. I was, all right, we don't have time for a story now, we have to get moving. Continues the Shulchanach. Va'av le'divrei hecher, even though that say you have to kasher the kli, we still have leniencies. Leniencies over here. Normally, kli is pottery, you can have a kasher pottery. Pottery gets straight, smash it, destroy it, get rid of it. Okay, it's all discussion. Wait in China, wait in 12 months, not for now. So says the Shulchan Aruch, if it was a Kli Cheres that can't be kasher, then even the, the strict opinion will be lenient. Imu Kli Cheres, so we'll allow you, Magilo Shalosh Palmin, we'll let you do Hagala, put it in boiling hot water three times, Vidayo, that's enough. Why? Why are you so lenient? We're not lenient by other things. She'ein le'isra ze'ikir b'daraisa. Because this is a durabanan. And not only it's a durabanan, sounds like he's going with the opinion of it's a durabanan that can lead to intermarriage. Not a durabanan is going to lead to something trade. So there's no ikir b'daraisa at all. There's, there's no shaykh, there's no connection to an isra daraisa. So we're lenient on things that can't be kasher, like tikheras. Just do hagalah, dunk it in the boiling hot water three times. And that's going to be good enough, even though under normal circumstances, a klicheret that becomes strafe has to be thrown out. Now, the Gura tells us that the next case of the Rajba, the ne- I'm sorry, the next case of the Ramah, with the end, uh, very end, the Ramah, the very end of Siman, Kuf, Yud, Gimel. The Gura points out, look at the Gura, Sifkat, the Membez. Okay, he tells us, well, let's read, let's read the Ramah first. Hagar, no, says Ramah. Goy Shebisha Lechol HaBeshavah. The person is sick. And they need to cook. They can't cook. It's Shabbos. So they have the guy to cook for Shabbos. So the guy cooks on Shabbos. So the guy cooks for the chola on Shabbos. Now what happens... Okay, see, so he's allowed to eat it. He's a chola. What happens to that food Moti Shabbos? says, Ramutu the Moti Shabbos. Moti Shabbos, it doesn't become all of a sudden Asa Mishun Bishel Akum. On Shabbos, he had a hefty and all the food. He's uh, probably, in this case, a chola She'imbo Sakana. He has the guy to do it. Maybe the Chosh Yishbo Sakana, whatever it is. Go Yishibish to the Chol of Shabbos. He cooked on Shabbos. Says Ramah, Mutu the Motzah Shabbos, Afilu Lubari. You're allowed, Motzah Shabbos, you're allowed to eat it. And not only he's allowed to eat it, but everyone else is allowed to eat it as well. The Ain, but we should be sure to go here. There's no problem with Shalakum. Why? The cook, he had gotten the Hekar, is a Hekar. Exactly, the person was sick. It's not going to lead to uh, to an assimilation. It's a marriage, the person was sick. So here, the Birah Gra, so this is a big guess. Between this is the shita of the ra'ah. It's big machok is the ra'ah and the rajba. The the rajba is machmir. The ra'ah is mekel. The ramah didn't bring down the strict opinion. He only brought down the lenient opinion. Look at the biragra. He says these this this machlokes about the goy cooking for the chol and shabbos is directly related to the machlokes about that which absorbs in the kli and comes out. It's, if it's, the ra'ah holds it, it's not going to lead to assimilation. It's not going to be a problem. The, that with the plitot is not going to lead to an assimilation, and cooking on Shabbos for a chayyot is not going to lead to assimilation. Look at the Biragra, Sifkat and Membez. Kain Kasabar, oh, Ukishi Taso! That's the Shitaso. The Kodo Shechas is Mutter. Avalarash, Bachalak, Allah. But the Rajba disagrees with the, with the Ra'ah. The Ramah did not bring down the Rajba. However, the Taz brings down 
the Rajba. He says, Chas Shalom to be so lenient like the Ramah. Very strong language. He says, if the Machaber Ramah, if they would have seen the Rajba, they didn't see the Rajba, he says. If they would have seen the Rajba, they never would have been lenient. So the Ramah is lenient, that which was cooked by the guy for the Chola and Shabbos is mutter to be eaten after Shabbos. The Taz is Chas Shalom to be so lenient. It's forbidden. And the Shach over here, the Nukudas HaKesef, comes out on the side of the Ramah. So it's a very big focus. The Rajba is the Machmir, the Taz is Machmir like the Rajba, the Shach in his Nukudas HaKesef is lenient like the Ramah, the Aruch HaShulchan says the Chazchila, one should be Machmir. But the other, this is what to talk about. So that is the end of Hilchas Bishel Akum, Yaradea Siman, Kuf, Yud, Gimel. We just did Si'ifim, Yud, Aleph, Yubayi, Gimel, Yudal, Tesvav, and Tezayim.